0: Get ready, get ready, get ready. you are ready to receive? For crying out loud, man. If you want it, it's there for you. Just come and get it. Speak it out. The blessings belong to you. Amen. When you bind it on earth, I'll bind it in heaven. If you loose it on earth, I'll loose it in heaven. Praise the Lord. Now, if I was a good marketing person, I would teach on this book I want you to get. But I didn't. I, I, I know what direction to, to go in. Sometimes I, I don't. I just have to wait. I, I have to really have a, a really strong green light. All right. And uh, there's a lot I can teach on this, on this book. But the, uh, this book dropped today. It's a re-release. Of um, God wants you healed book I published in 2013 and uh, we we took the took the law out of it, <laughs> Amen. And but but it's a really good handbook on healing. Um, teaches you what the word says about about healing. And uh, I just really I, th- I thought about teaching um some I couldn't teach the whole book today, but picking out something here to teach, but. I'm not really here to. It's, it's not about marketing the book. It's it's. Uh, but but we do want to get. It's about getting the word out to people, okay. And so this book. Um, uh, I was going to save this till later, but we want to go ahead and bring on the Indianapolis campus because I want to get y'all in on this. If you're on our email list on Summit Connect, if you're not, get on it. But if you are, um, you you got an email waiting in your inbox. <coughs> if you don't have an email waiting in your inbox you're not connected correctly with summit you want to be connected if you if if you're a part of this ministry you want to be connected and so make sure say you know call our office do whatever you can and uh, say look um, message us on um, social media and let us know hey look i am not uh, on the mailing list I didn't get no email I thought I was on the list or you didn't know there was a list okay we want to get you on the list um that's important because we're improving our uh, communication uh methods uh technology affords us uh, new ways to communicate uh, with you because so we can minister to you um more than once a week I mean we already do that we've got daily emails if, you, if you're if you not getting our daily email um, you can go to our app if you don't have our app get our app and uh, search in your app store for Summit Church Indiana and when you search that you can go in and there's a lot of goodies there you can listen to the, watch watch the whole messages on Sunday or you can listen to just the message you can listen to the message uh audio or if you want the whole message with this wonderful uh, music ministry, then you can uh, watch it right there on the app. Isn't that cool? And you can sign up for the devotional. There's a sign-up button on the app. You can also order this book on the app. Guess how much it is, 99 cents. I mean, less, less than a Happy Meal. Huh? How much is a Happy Meal these days? Don't act like you don't know how much. Uh, got kids, you know what a happy meal, happy meal. How much? Somebody know what? Nobody in here knows what a happy meal costs these days. Well, I guess that's a good thing you're not going to McDonald's. <laughs> nobody knows how much happy meal. What? Back in the day, it used to be about a dollar. Happy meals were three dollars. Nobody in here knows what. I, I'm, not going, I'm not going to do nothing else until somebody tell me how much. Google it or something. I mean, y'all acting like brand new. Like, what? How much is a Happy Meal? Nobody can tell me in this place. $3. Thank you. 379. Come in here bold. Come, come, walk, come, come walk in here 50 minutes late. 379. Praise God. God sent you here just to tell me how much a Happy Meal was. Amen. You're going back home now. Hey, now praise God. Three seventy-nine, not not three fifty, not three seventy-five, three seventy-nine. I love that. All right, ninety-nine cents. So, for all of those of you who are able and willing. Got to meet those two criteria. You're able and willing. In other words, you got 99 cent. You're willing, all right. Uh, get my book. Full disclosure: is going to be free after about a week. Well, Pastor, why you want us to buy it for 99 cent? Because it primes the pump on Amazon. It's a part of a strategy to uh, to wake up the al- algorithms. Okay, and it, it, it wakes the algorithm up and say, hey, man, you know, people are buying this book. It's important, and they push it out to more people. That's kind of, you know, like I said last week, if you know the game, you can play it. So I had somebody explain the game. So, uh, but it's all about, it's not about selling stuff, because we, you know, it's going to go up, go up more, all right? And um, so, but, but right now, we're just trying to get, get it in the hands of as many people as possible and so for about the next 10 days, you can get it for 99 cents. That helps us. You say, well, Pat, I'm just going to wait till it's free. Okay, that's cool. But if you want to help me, <laughs> okay. uh, go ahead and get it for a dollar. Then go get it when it's free because I caught a mistake last night. Very minor. I mean, it's in the, I'll tell you what it is. So you want, like, well, Pat, this is a mistake and you want us to, well, it's, it's, um, it, it's about the author is missing. That's about me. That's all. And I didn't want to change it, because if I changed it, you wouldn't have been able to order it today, because it takes it a while to update, okay? But it's a digital download. You can get it instantly from Amazon. There's a link on the app, okay? You can go to the uh, Sunday morning on the, on the app. If you've got the app, go to Sunday morning, and uh, then there's going to be um, in, the, in the announcements part, or you can go directly to the announcement icon and then you can get it, okay? Um, there's a link and it takes you straight to Amazon or if you're on a mailing list, open up your email and there's a link there, you can get it for 99 cents. I encourage you, I cannot uh, encourage, uh, uh, encourage you enough that it, it, it helps me big time because what it does is, like again, the algorithm will kick in and, and, and what we, our goal is to get it on a hot new release list like if everybody in here do it, uh, bought the book for a dollar, it will go on a hot new release list on Amazon, and people look at those lists, and then when it goes free, it's going to be on a on a free list as a best selling free books, in a partic- in these particular categories. Okay, so that's enough about that, so I don't have to do that later, but today we're going to talk about your restoration, claiming your restoration. Okay. Two things that I want you to to, uh, to do today. One, get the book. Two, claim your restoration and not in the, necessarily in that order. Because uh, I saw something, you know how you can read the Bible and you can see st- something that you've never seen before. I've been reading this for I don't know how long and we're just going to dive right into it in the book of Acts chapter 3. There's something going to happen before Jesus comes back, and this is going to be bit, Oh, Carlos, fix my belt. I, <clears throat> the, uh, I just have a little issue. Thank you. Thanks God for a good wife to tell you stuff. I'm um, recovering from the furniture, the furniture disease, and I'm, I'm working on that. Amen. Y'all don't know what to. Furniture diseases. That's when your chest drops in your drawers. <laughs> Amen. So, praise the Lord. So, uh, all right, Acts chapter 3, that has nothing to do with restoration, but it's Carla's fault. I mean, everybody really knows what restore means. You may not know an exact definition, but you know what it means to restore. You could figure it out without probably looking it up. But I looked it up anyway. And It, it, it means to bring back from Webster. It bring, means to bring back to a former position or condition. Anybody have anything? I'm going to make sure. First of all, I'm talking to the right people. Anybody ever had anything taken from them? Do you know who the thief is? It's the devil. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and that's in John 10.10. 10. We're going to look at that in a context. And I saw something else I've never seen before where, where Jesus talk, talks about he's the good shepherd. He said, all that came before me are thieves and robbers. We're going to find out who that is. Okay, But first, let's just dive right in, in here. Let me give the, the definition from Webster's to, to bring back bringing back to a former position or, or, or condition. And so, there's restoration for you. And I said there's restoration for you. Yeah. See, I claim my restoration. So, whatever you lost, you're going to get it back, but it's going to be even better because when God does it, it's better than it was before. You ever get like a, a something redone like a car, like you get a car restored or a couch, some furniture or whatever. Um, and, but it's never quite like it was when it was new. I mean, they, they, they can do, oh, man, that's a good job. They did a great job restoring that couch. They did a, a, a great job with that um, with car. But in, in, in most cases, it's not it, it''s just something it's just not it, the car doesn't run like it did it, it you know there there's 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 signs that, that that it's been restored but when God does something when when God restores it's better than it was before. Thank you Jesus. I mean if you lost the spouse your next spouse will be better, even if it was your mistake. I'm going to get to this later. Um, just throwing out some little nuggets we're going to get to later. But you know what? I'm glad God didn't ask man's help when he came out with the Bible. Because man would have counseled him to do or say something a little bit different. or to, to, now Don't say that like that because people will think this and that, and they, uh, right? So I'm glad man didn't get involved when it, when it comes to uh, writing the Bible. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So that's just going to set you up for some things here today. When God restores, it's going to be better than it was before. Huh? oh I'll tell you what I hope you get ex- as excited about this as I do before Jesus returns something's going to happen okay here's where Peter was going into the temple we won't read uh, uh, this first part of it but Peter was about to uh, Peter and John were about to enter into the temple and they encountered this man who was lame from his mother's womb and uh, they told him in the name of Jesus. You know, for the first day they asked him, they asked him for money. And uh, they said, P- uh, 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 silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. I'm telling you what, that power is, is, is coming back to the church. I mean, we ne- we, we've never... Uh, not had it, but we're going to start walking in that, in the fullness of the resurrection power of Jesus. These are not just stories in the Bible. Praise God. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. Praise God. Because the same power that raised Jesus from the dead dwelt in Peter and John, and that same, they did not have a different spirit than you have. We have the self-same spirit. And since the spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in us, amen, we can do the greater works of, that Jesus talked about that we would do. He said, the works that I do will will you do also. Amen. it's time. I'll tell you, it's time. Okay, so... So then after, the, after that wonderful wonderful miracle, I mean, and, and the man rose up and walked. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. He leaped and walked, praised God, running around, praising God. Thank you, Jesus. So people were all excited. They were all giddy about it. So Peter started preaching. That's a good time to preach, tell them what it's all about. So when Peter saw it, he responded, Men of Israel, why do, you marvel, why do you marvel at this? Or why, why are you looking at us? Whew. Jesus Christ did this. He's the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. See, people think the healing went out. Oh, I'm plugging my book right here. People think healing went out when the last apostle died. Healing did not go out. I'm reading this back of the book. Healing did not go out with the last apostle. Healing goes out when st- people start, stop believing for it. It, it. it wasn't... See, Jesus left us. He, he said, I'm going to leave you with another helper. The word another means one, one just like me. Who will do... In the Greek, it means... One, another comforter, when he said another, another in the Greek means one just like me. One who will do in my absence what I would do if I were personally present with you. I'm going to give you another helper. And see, Jesus didn't even take credit for the works that he did. He said, it's the Father in me, he does the works. How did the Father dwell in him? In the person of the Holy Spirit. Who is the Holy Spirit? the helper. Where is he now? In you. Thank you, Lord. All right, so why do you look at us so intently? As though by our own power and godliness. See, it's not by your godliness. Well, you can't expect to, to heal the sick and raise the dead and cast out demons unless you live in a godly life. It's not your godliness, does it doesn't. I never saw that before. He says, it's not, it's not our own power and it's not our godliness that we made this man to walk. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our our fathers, glorified his servant Jesus, whom you delivered up and denied in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But you denied the Holy One and the just and asked. Man, I love this because Jesus said, it's to your advantage that I go away. Because if I don't go away, the helper won't come. But if I go, I'm going to send him. <laughs> Man, they carried on in his name. He said, in my name, you shall cast out demons. You, you'll lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. We need, to put our, we need to be putting our hands on sick folk at work. You don't have to do, like, um, mimic something you saw on television. Like, Okay, we're going to have a healing line right now over here by the water cooler. No, you, just, you can just go, go over and say, can I pray for you? Just put, put your hand on the shoulder and just start praying. Well, no, that ain't go, You got to put your hand on the forehead like right here. No, he said you shall lay hands on the sick. See, we get this stuff from church. Not that the forehead won't work, but that you lay your hands on them somewhere. Amen. Now, if you're a man, you don't lay your hands, you know, common sense, right? Don't put your hands on their breasts and things like that. It, 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 don't get crazy with it. Okay, so, but you denied, it seemed like you shouldn't have to say these things, but sometimes people ain't misunderstand. Um, where are you hurting at? Well, I'm hurting right here. Do you find a female or a lady Amen. If there's none present, then put your hand on their shoulder. That power will get to, to that, that area. Amen. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to say that. But you denied the Holy One and the just and asked for a murderer to be granted to you. I'm going to let y'all slide slide those today. All right. And killed the prince of life whom God raised from the dead of which we are witnesses. And his name, watch this, next verse, and his name through faith in his name has made this man strong. See, they had to say something. They had to lose healing. See, they could have walked on past him, nothing would have, wouldn't have, uh, would have happened. But they said, they spoke it out of their mouth, in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. So it, it wasn't just, everybody has the name. You have the name of Jesus, but it's faith in the name. They had confidence that God would do what he said he would do when he said, Peter was there when he said, you shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Hallelujah. Now, they didn't take credit for it, right? They said, look at us. But they didn't take credit. But they had the power on the inside of them. Look look at us. (laughs) Amen. That's not being arrogant because they didn't take the credit. But they had the power. They're, you are Jesus' hands and feet. You are his body. He's the, Jesus is the head seated at the right hand of the Father. We're seated together with him, but we're the body on the earth, and he lives in us. Okay, now, now remember, he's preaching here, and I'm preaching alongside him. Okay? Yes, the faith which comes through him— See. You have the faith of Jesus on the inside of you. Man, there's a whole lot here, boy. The faith which comes through him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Yet now, brethren, I know you did it in ignorance, as 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 did also your rulers. But those things which God foretold by the mouth of all his prophets, that the Christ would suffer... He has thus fulfilled. Repent, therefore, which means change your mind. Metanoia in the Greek, change your mind, therefore, and be converted. Change your mind. Change what you thought about God. He's not not angry with us anymore because of the cross. He loves you. Change what you think about God. It didn't say repent of all your sins. You can't repent of all your sins. You're going to forget them. How are you going to go back and remember? That's not, that's not what you do. I've got to remember all my sins. No. Uh, this is be- like before you got saved. Right now, all our sins have been forgiven on the cross. Our sins have been forgiven past, present, and future on the cross. Okay? Now, before we, we were converted, okay, what we have to do? Change our mind. Change our thinking. All we got to do is receive. We don't have to uh, call out all our sins that we committed. Just receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. Repent, change your mind, and be converted. And once you receive Christ, what happens? Your sins um, are not blotted out incrementally, little by little. All your sins may be blotted out. He said, well, don't say all your sins. Well, you have to read other parts of the Bible. Like Hebrews, where it says he made one sacrifice for sins forever. Sins forever. Forever in the Greek and the Hebrew, Latin, uh, uh, Spanish, it means forever. So he made one sacrifice for all your sins, past, present, and future, okay? That your sins may be blotted out. Thank you, Jesus. They weren't covered like in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, with the blood of animals, when the high priest would go in with, with, with the blood of animals, they'd have to go in year after year, okay? So it would cover their sins for a year. That's why the high priest's job was never done. He had to keep going back. So, Jesus made one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down. He sat down because the work was finished. As you sit there right now, do you know your sins are blotted out? Guess what happens after that? So that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. You can experience that every single minute of every day. Just, Lord, I receive your refreshing. Boy, freedom is so good. Oh, man. Okay. So, everybody say, "I'm I'm claiming my restoration. And that he may send Jesus Christ who was preached to you before, whom heaven must receive, that's where he is right now, until when? The times of restoration of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. Now let's hold that scripture right there because this says a lot right now. Do you realize what this is saying? I've, I've never seen this before. That before Jesus comes back, There's going to be a restoration of all things. That means health will be restored, finances restored. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let me give you a little little snippet little brief church history right now and 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 let me show you something else right here too that these times of restoration it says that which god has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began that lets us know this is in the old testament it's important for you to understand that all the bible was not written to us like the epistles, Paul's letters, uh, John's letters, Peter's letters. These the new covenant letters—they were written specifically to us. So every every everything in the Bible wasn't written to us. Like we're not under the law anymore, but we can. There are principles in the law, and everything in the Bible were. were were written for our admonition and for our learning. You can learn things in the sacri- the sacrifices, okay, and in other areas. So even though the, the entire Bible was not written to us, the whole Bible is for us. Because I'm a grace preacher. See, people misunderstand. All oh, these grace preachers, they don't... They dismiss the Old Testament. I don't miss, dismiss the Old Testament. I do a lot, a lot of ministering out of the uh, uh, Old Testament. Like going in there talking about the mercy seat and, 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 and what's in the, the Ark of the Covenant and how that was a, 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 a type of, of Jesus. See, they, they give us pictures and glimpses in, into the finished work of Jesus. So when you're reading the Bible, how do you read it? You read it through the lens of the finished work. You, you realize you're not under the law, but we, and, and, I'm, and I'm saying this for you to understand it, and then also because we're going to go into some Old Testament scriptures dealing with restoration to get God's thoughts, his opinions, his, his attitude about it. Because, again, I, I set you up before, because when God restores something, it's, it's seven times better than it was before, or more. Hallelujah. He knows how to restore stuff, man. See, and uh, let, me, let me tell you this. The world, don't be alarmed when you see stuff happening in the news, and shootings, and killings, and even though these things aren't, They're not pleasant to hear, but understand the world's going to get darker and darker. But you know when light is the brightest? When it's the darkest. Hallelujah. What does that mean? As the world gets darker and darker, the church is going to get brighter and brighter. We're going to stand out. Before Jesus comes, there's going to be the restoration of all things. And let's take a brief look uh, at church history of how how God restored certain truths. In the early 1900s, with Azusa Street, Seymour, William Seymour, and and those guys, there was a, a, a restoration of the baptism with the Holy Spirit early 1900s Azusa Street okay in the 60s there was a restoration of divine healing it's a big healing revival people were getting up off of stretchers and wheelchairs i mean that's that's never stopped but during that time it was just all kinds of miracles and supernatural healing How many of you know the news don't tell you everything? I mean, I went to Haiti a couple years ago, and um, I met a man who uh, raised seven people from the dead. Amen. <laughs> hey, I one of them was playing the guitar right behind me when I was uh, on, on the stage. And it, it's proof. Well, I don't believe in that, all that stuff. Well, that guitar player believes in it. <laughs> Go up to him and tell I don't believe in raising the dead. He says, well, I don't know what to tell you. He ain't going to sit there and argue with like, you like, like that guy. Trace used to sing that song about the blind guy that was bothering with him. In uh, John chapter 9. It's like, how, does, you know, how, are you, uh, how do you see? He kept telling him the same thing. He said, so well, y'all keep asking me, you going to be his disciple too? <laughs> you know. said, oh, you were, all, you were born in sin. You going to teach us? <laughs> you know, the, the guy told him, he said, look, he said, How can, that guy's a sinner. How can he do that stuff? The guy said, look, he, he didn't have doctrine, all these, all these doctors and other law. We're going to deal with them in a second teachers of the law or whatever. They thought they had it all figured out. And Jesus is right in the midst of them. They didn't recognize him. They had their heads in the Bible. And Jesus shows up and they didn't recognize him. And this just old old dude got healed, man. They kept questioning him, talking about, well, he's a sinner. The guy said, whether he's a sinner or not, I don't know. But one thing I do know, I was blind and now I see. Now, leave me alone because I'm going to go watch Monday night football. So, and the Bible says he went, went home and he watched Monday night football. No, I just said that to wake you up. Of course, you know. All right, so, thank you, Lord restoration, whatever you need restored, praise God. There'll be a restoration of all things. We're going to be walking in divine health, 100% of the time. Finance is restored. Debt canceled before Jesus returned. The church is going to be brighter and brighter, so don't be concerned when the economy says this and the gas prices going up, Iran and All the stuff, all what we're going to do about about the gas pumps, what? You're going to go to the gas thing. You're going to take that thing out, put your credit card in there, put the thing in, do what you always did, and God will supply. Okay, let's go into some Old Testament scriptures. Let's let's go to uh, the New Covenant was written specifically to us, but the whole Bible was written for us. Exodus. Chapter 22, this is in the law now, but we're going to extract, we're going to look for restoration here. And that's what I want you to see. God's, why are we here? We're going to look at God's thoughts about restoration, what, what, what God thinks about it. If a man steals an ox or a sheep and slaughters it or sells it, say steal, he should restore five oxen for an ox and four sheep, four sheep, four sheep. So God just don't replace, you know, one for one. You get more. Now listen to this. When God restores, it's going to be seven times better, at least in quality and or quantity. I don't think if you if if you got a divorce you're going to get seven husbands. You're not going to get seven more husbands. So that's why I say you're going to get you're going to get it's going to be better in quality and or quality. You you'll get a better husband. If if you're uh, tell them I'll be right with them. Amen. So, if your spouse cheated on you, God is able to make the marriage, I mean, if you stay with that spouse, and I'm not telling you to do it or to stay with them or get somebody else, but I'm saying if you stay with the spouse, God is able to make that marriage better than it was before. if if your spouse left you I've, listen i've seen it happen you get god will restore and give you a better spouse better in quality come on somebody you remember i said earlier I, I i'm glad that man didn't have any hand in writing the Bible, some people think man did write the Bible no God wrote the, God wrote the Bible. men penned it, but it was given by inspiration of the holy Spirit I'm glad that that God didn't ask man's uh, advice because let's look, look at somebody like David. I mean this dude is looking across the way. Across the rooftop, she's seeing this fine, fine woman, Bathsheba. I was imagining last night how fine she, she must have been. She was fine. The Bible said talk about she was fine. I mean, caught his attention. Like, she, woo. But she, But she had a husband. But David sent for this woman. This woman came over to the palace. They had sex. He got her pregnant. Now, her husband was part of his army. He tried to get the dude to, when the dude came back from battle, he tried to get the dude to go home so he looked like it's his baby. But to make it even worse, this guy has so much integrity. man. I'm setting you up to show you how merciful and kind God is and how he don't think like people think. Now God never, now let me say this, I'm not, and neither did God condone what he did. In fact, Nathan the prophet came and confronted him about it. And at the same time, he said, but God has forgiven you. Make matters worse, he, he going he gonna to try to get the guy to, to go in and, well, I'll tell you the worst part. But he's trying to get the guy to go home, sleep with his wife so it looked like it's his baby. Well, the guy said, man, how can I do that when my brother's out there in battle? He's sleeping outside, man. How can I be in there and sleeping with my fine wife when my soldier's out here to battle? You can imagine how David would have felt about that. It's like, oh, my gosh, this guy, this is a good dude right here. This is a good dude, man. But she's fine, though. So... Yeah, just saying. He, then he sent him, sent him out to battle and had his commander put him on the front line so he can get killed. So he can have his wife. Nathan came and confronted him about it. And he told him because, because of his sin, the child would die. Now, now, God didn't do that to him. It's his sin. Sin has consequences. (coughs) You can't put toothpaste back in the tube in some cases because that baby, she pregnant. Baby not going back. But the child died. And yet, yet, God called David after he did all of that stuff a man after his own heart. Now, if man, if God had, I thought about this. If, if, if God had asked man to counsel him about what, what should be in the Bible, man would say, religious people? I'm so glad he didn't ask. Well, God, I wouldn't put that in the Bible because people will think they can just get away with stuff and God would still forgive them. Like they accuse us grace preachers of say. Don't put that in there because people go. No. If you follow the Holy Spirit, you're not going to sin like crazy. Amen? What else was I was going to say about that? Oh, 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 watch this. Restoration. He had a, he, he married Bathsheba. Okay. What's done is done. God called him a man after his own heart, gave him another baby through Bathsheba. He had other wives and other sons, but God chose him, Bathsheba's baby, to be the next king, the King Solomon. Solomon's other name that they gave him, it was he had a... a, a Another name uh, aka is uh, Jedediah, which means uh, I think it's, I think it means child of the beloved or son of the beloved or something like that. Is't that awesome? How did God restore? even when, when David did what he did gave him someone gave him a, a child they became king. Thank you, Lord. Isn't that awesome? So think about your restoration. What have you lost? Even if it was a result of your own wrongdoing, God will make it better. Better in quality and or quantity. If they repossess your car, Man, what if, you know, I didn't, I didn't pay them bills. What what, they gonna, what am I going to say if they pull up and repossess my car? He said, buy, buy a car. But that's not the end of the story. You're going to get a better car if you had a car taken from you, a furniture taken from you, or a house taken from you. Some people think, you know, I got a, I, you know, Carl. Now we have a nice house. Sit out on the lake. Pray. Really, man. Listen, to, listen to the word throughout the house. Speakers all over the place. Amen. Love it. But people don't understand. I wasn't always there. I remember. When I was living, when I first received the Lord, I was living in uh, an apartment off of 79th and Harcourt, Indianapolis, Indiana. Came home from work one day. I was getting a hold of faith. Didn't have much wisdom, but I was, I was getting a hold of faith and so forth. Ended up getting fired. Couldn't pay the rent. Came home one day. And uh, all my little stuff, they had taken out. Thank God they didn't throw it away. But they put it on the, on, on the front of the apartment with a rope tied around. It. And That's what I had to come home to. I interpretation. I got kicked out. <laughs> it's funny now. It wasn't. You imagine coming home like that. That wasn't funny. I had some good brothers and sisters in Christ. They took me in. I'm still learning the word. Ministering to people. Was homeless. Stay with some people. Huh? But look at what God did. See, you may not see it at the time, but you need to see it. When it happens, it, it doesn't look right. (coughs) <coughs> he doesn't feel good. Verse five. If a man causes a field or or vineyard to be grazed, and lets loose his animal, and it feeds in another man's field, he shall make restitution from the beast of his own field. Excuse me, beast. So. He shall make restitution from the what? The best. He'll, he'll, he's not going to get some leftover. He's going to take the best of his own field and the best of his vineyard. If fire breaks out and catches in thorns so that stacked grain, standing grain, or the field is consumed, he who kindled the fire shall surely make Restitution. If a man delivers to his neighbor money or articles to keep and it is stolen out of the man's house, if the thief is found, he shall pay double. If the thief is not found, then the master of the house shall be brought to the judges to see whether he has put his hand into his neighbor's goods. For any kind of trespass, whether it concerns an ox, a donkey, a sheep of clothing, or for any kind of uh, lost thing which another claims to be his, the cause of both parties shall come before Judge Judy, I mean the judges, <laughs> and whomever the judges condemn shall pay double to his neighbors. So see, see God's heart about restoration. It's, it's never the same. It's not equal one for one. It's always more. And you know who the thief is. <coughs> the thief is the devil. And you know, we're, we're, we won't go to it, but um, Jesus said in John 10 that here's why, here's why it's important when you go to church. He said, all that, all that came before me were thieves and robbers. You know who he's talking about? the teachers of the law. They were cheating them, and they were stealing. See, or, 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 excuse me, it's because of their false teaching that caused the devil to come in and steal, kill, and destroy in their lives. That's what law teaching does. Well, I know the reason why that you're going through this right now. Because you missed it. How many of you ladies got makeup on right now? I'm just saying. Just, I wish you would have heard. I woke up to this. Somebody had posted this and they said, is this your passion? And this guy got up and talked about, I mean, with passion. Standing behind the pulpit talking about every one of you ladies that's got makeup, hair extension. I mean, all, I mean, she was, you know, he covered everything. I can't even, and I'm glad I don't even want to remember all that stuff. He went through all this, and and he said, you're nothing but whores. Now, I'm convinced. If you went up and asked that guy, if you asked him, if you if you asked him, does God love people unconditionally? He'd say, "Yeah, but there's a condition." That's horrible man! I was like, that made me cringe. I hear that. See that, he thinks he's liberating people but what he's doing he's causing the devil to come in and steal from people because of that nonsense any kind of law, teach it keeps people in bondage you gotta do this in order for God to bless you, that is the law all day long, giving people do-do lists Proverbs six, wrong teaching can cause the devil to steal, kill and destroy. That's why it's important where you go to church. Where you go to church can save your life. Add years to your life, keeping, and keep you from, from getting checking out of here early. Mm, I'm going to keep myself from saying this. Mm. It's really sad. I really don't want to blast people. I don't, you know, I'm not. I'm just, I'm, I'm not. Just thank you, Jesus. Thank God for, I have the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let me just say this. It's important where you go to church. Be where the Holy Spirit plants you. Huh? Proverbs 6, 30. People do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy himself when he is starving. That's not really what I want you to focus on. I want you to focus on about the thief here. There's a principle here. Yet when he is found, he must restore us. Sevenfold, he may have to give up all the substance of his house. The devil gonna have to give up some stuff that belongs to you, because he's the thief that came to kill, steal, and destroy. Teachers of the law, they're the ones that came before him that were thieves and robbers. But Jesus is the good shepherd, and we follow him. We believe God for restoration. A thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus came and we might have life and have it more abundantly. The devil is the one that stole from me, but guess what? We caught him. So we're not ignorant. He's the one stealing from us. Don't start looking, well, what did I do to cause the devil to come in? Don't that's not that's not your concern. Claim your restoration. He's going to have to restore sevenfold. He ain't getting away with nothing. Before Jesus comes back, there'll be a restoration of all things. My question to you is, are you going to get yours? You're going to have to lose some things. You're going to have to let some things come out of your mouth. You're going to have to believe right. Now, it seems quiet, and nothing happening. I mean, no, there's no cars coming in here from the back. I mean, like I said, I mean, there's no manifestations. There's no like house waiting on you when you get home necessarily. It might be, but what I'm saying is, you you gotta be, you gotta walk by faith, not by sight. You can't well seem kind of don't seem like a whole lot of excitement nobody's you know hanging from the lights or nothing and running around and jumping or doing somersaults but claim your restoration you you ain't gotta feel a thing because if you can see what's in the spirit right now if you can see your angels working for you Jesus already knows what he's going to do about you and your situation. He's cooking up something for you. Things are working together right now for your good. He's going to make you, he's going to place you at the right place at the right time. The right opportunity is going to jump up and open up for you. Overnight, you can look at, you can jump five levels overnight. You have a. You you lost a job. Don't worry. Restoration's coming. You're gonna get a better job and quality, more pay. Yeah. Ooh, glory to God! Hallelujah! Every hip body